Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. All right, I have Rob West, founder and manager of VIP Insider with me today. Rob, welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Michael. All right, I'm glad you're here. All right, Rob, you are um, a pioneer in your industry. You do all kinds of amazing things. Give our audience a little background on you and what the VIP Insider does uh, to, to really help people. Well, I've uh, I've traveled this uh, industry path for 46 years, and um, after uh, being a little bit in semi-retirement, I got back in to uh, open a specialty uh, planning practice for uh, small companies, uh, close corporations, and doctors in the medical profession to help them better manage their um, some of their financial affairs with some specialty things that I've learned over the last uh, 46 years. And uh, so it's been a great deal of excitement. And uh, one of the pleasures was meeting uh, you, Michael. Uh, Thank just, you. Uh, Appreciate you saying that. Rob? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, um, let's talk about the, the typical company and the organizational choices that are going on. What most companies are doing to establish uh, within their home state? Well, you know, uh, it's interesting, Michael, the, uh, the choices of how a company operates is typically accidental or maybe by advice of uh, maybe a relative or a lot of times a CPA perhaps. And, um, but most people go to a statutory element to open up an LLC, a C Corp, C Corp with an S election or something like that. But uh, right from the very structure, there's things businesses may or may not know that they could do to really make advancements, um, you know, with their um, uh, with their business model. And uh, so, to us, the reason the company is named VIP Insider is because the VIPs are entrepreneurs and business owners. And the reason I am focused on that is because in the United States, that's one of the greatest freedoms we have is to own your own business. And um, so I want to do as much as I can to pass along what I've learned in the last 46 years in, in my practice and in my experiences to help small businesses to excel in what they do and to maintain uh, their efforts all the way through different generations if they'd like to. What are some of the things that you do to help businesses? I know that most people don't think this, but 80% of the people that are out there really do need help. Tell us where you focus. Um, there's, I have a very strong background uh, as an estate planning paralegal. Uh, I spent some years on Wall Street. I was the vice president for two major Wall Street firms and a certified financial planner. Uh, for many years. Um, and so all of those elements that 
a business owner would run into, um, I, I'm informed with, plus I practiced with those as an entrepreneur myself. And I know it's like to own a building and make payroll and, and you know, there's a lot of things that goes on behind an entrepreneur that their client or customer probably wouldn't know about. And so I understand those stresses and I have built a couple of platforms to bring some of the more common things to the forefront to help them be more profitable and also some things that are uncommon that frankly uh, only the more wealthy people would know about and Tell me about uh, exit so on. strategies i want to hear about these because you you do a lot of work in this part and and I, as i should say six the succession strategy too well uh it's interesting because more than 80% of the business owners do, don't have an exit strategy other than, yeah, I'm going to sell my business perhaps or hope my son or daughter would take it over. And But beyond steps to really organize that, <clears throat> if I can en embellish uh, the, the need for an income statement and a balance sheet and a risk management analysis, and then from there, we choose planks on my platforms, whether it be in the estate planning area or perhaps in the business management area, even to choose a different form of business that would be better to continue on with, uh, I, I would have those discussions with the business owner. And uh, I'll tell you, the, the, the methods that I use, the things that I know are just not common in, in the marketplace. So, um, but there's, uh, there's just so much, it's so much fun to see a successful businessman or woman that are advancing well, but at the end of the day, they really didn't want to spend the money to hire an attorney or a CPA to see if there's a better way to approach what they're doing because they're sensitive to their budget and uh, that's understandable. And so the things I can do on a, on a no cost basis is to offer uh, where they can go and then if we need these other professionals after they've got a good plan in mind and i do that for no cost then they have a good direction to go and if we need to spend money on other professionals um, then it's much more effective money because we've sorted out where they want to go where they are now and what would be the best methods to get there and sometimes the methods to get there are not necessarily in the common practice for a cpa or an attorney and so um, it's it's a useful exercise for them to talk with me. All right. Now, you've got a term here. Uh, it's called a uh, special trust trustee. Talk to me about that. Well, I'm fortunate to, uh, to engage uh, using business trusts as a way of doing business 20-some years ago, frankly. And, um, and it's recently I became familiar with a a much more polished version of operating estates and trusts with a mechanism uh, using a business trust that's been uh, copyrighted and uh, well proven in terms of both taxation and in control. And so um, the, the knowledge of this specialty trust is important to have because 70 or 80 percent of the things that are troublesome or possibly troublesome to a business owner are going to be solved by changing the way they do business uh, including annual interruptions from various income taxes and so forth and asset protection um, 
as well. And so it's just a very interesting um, way that this trust was put together and companies themselves can be structured or perhaps the current structure introduced into the trust and then the business owner, the president, the CEO would frankly be uh, um, operating their business as a trustee. And uh, so a lot of uh, people just don't have that knowledge and, uh, and it's not taught uh, that I know of in law schools or, or in uh, accounting and advanced training and CPA work and things like that. And what I like to do, I'm working with the company uh, just since I had met with them recently, offered to write continuing education courses for CPAs and lawyers uh, to actually get two or three hours of continuing education to get a handle on uh, on this new 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 but old way to operate. You focus on the medical industry. Uh, talk to me about why you've done that and how you see what it is that you're doing in whether it's the trust or business advisory that really is going to change their lives for the better. Good question, Michael. And it was somewhat accidental that I had some health history that was difficult to deal with. And uh, so while I was in the hospital, I thought it would probably be interesting maybe to start a business while I had a captive audience there, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> but <clears throat> various things, it, it led me into two things. One was the uh, the aspects of asset protection. Uh, and uh, the advancement of a personal business, a private practice of a doctor is so much more enhanced by looking at this business structure as this specialized spendthrift trust, I have them operate as a trustee for them personally. And then also it got me into another area where I have a partner, Steve Gillette, and we have started um, DNA testing company because of adverse drug reactions, which is the fourth leading cause of death in the United States. And it's uh, highly preventable and uh, Medicare pays for these tests to be done. So you won't have these adverse drug problems. And so and it's also a, me a method that the doctors and hospitals can um, manage their, uh, their liability. So it, I got three or four business things that I operate with, but I, I really like the estate planning, the business planning, uh, as well as uh, the fascinating effects of, of working with DNA and some super people in these laboratories and, and some of the work they're bringing to the marketplace is just, uh, just impressive, very impressive. Is the special purpose fund that you have different and where does that drive? Where does that focus? This is such a cool thing. Uh, I've used it in the past and it's been enhanced since because it's a combination of insurance law and tax law uh, that is put together and I, I'll show owners how they could advance uh, the growth of a fund on a tax deferred basis and use that fund on a tax free basis as well as having uh, very needed insurance benefits including insurance benefits for uh, to use of their company for buy-sell agreements and so forth, as well as personal insurance uh, in terms of life insurance and, uh, and accident or uh, accident and sickness insurance, uh, which surprisingly can bankrupt a lot of people. It does just by having the medical problems, even if you have insurance. So, but the special purpose fund platform design is designed to share all of that information. And it's simply a matter of being able to rent the capital on a tax deductible basis 
and the use of that capital over a period of time is what creates your wealth and provides your coverage. So if business owners are paying after-tax dollars on life insurance premium, that will go away, as well as many other things, too. So, Got it. All right, Rob, thanks for so much for being the guest on today's show. Look forward to our next interview. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. All right, you've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Follow us on Facebook, like us on uh, Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you.